Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. This morning, I have two small words to be shared from the Bible. Two small words. Hallelujah. That's what the Holy Spirit stirred up in the inside of me to do it. I want to open your Bible to Jonah, the book of Jonah in the Old Testament, chapter 1 and the ninth verse. If Gideon could read for me. So he said to them, I am a Hebrew and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the dry land. Amen. So he said to them, I am a Hebrew and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the dry land. If I want to put a small title for the scripture, if I want to put a small title for the scripture, it is preparing for the final move of the Holy Spirit. This morning, the Lord wants the church, the Lord wants us personally to be stirred up at the inside of us and to prepare for the final move of the Holy Spirit. Everybody believes, men of God believes, this is the final move before Jesus comes back in great glory. Hallelujah. There were moves in the past like Azusa Street Revival, Wesley the Revival, Brownsville Revival. All this revival stayed for years. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. As a matter of fact, the Brownsville Revival uh, was so powerful that the people would have to stay behind uh, uh, I mean stay outside of the hall for three days to get into those revivals people would wait in the line for three days to get into the Brownsville revival such was those revivals hallelujah by John Kilpatrick and Stephen Hill those kind of revivals I mean many many people came to the Lord hallelujah but so many of those revivals died down over certain years but many men of God believe that we are entering into a phase, we are entering into a season, we are entering into a revival that is not going to die down, that's not going to finish, but is going to be sustained by the power of the Holy Spirit till Jesus comes back in great glory. And God has called us, hallelujah, to be born in such a time as this, hallelujah, just as Esther was born in such a time as that, hallelujah, to declare for the favor of God. God has made us to be born in such a time as this, to be part of the end time revival. Hallelujah. If you are happy, put your hands together. Hallelujah. He has called you by name. He has chosen you by grace. He has predestined you by his hallelujah wisdom so that you and I shall be a part of the oh, end time revival. Hallelujah. End time harvest for the glory of Jesus Christ. If you believe you are a part of it, put your hands together and give a praise offering to the Lord. He alone, hallelujah, has called us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When you read the book of Jonah chapter 1 and the second verse, three things have been spoken about Jonah. The Bible says, hallelujah, he was asked to go to Nineveh, the great city, to cry out against it for their wickedness has come up before me, say the Lord. But you see, the Bible says Jonah, he ran away from God. That's what the first thing he did. Then you will see Jonah running to God. And then you will see Jonah running with God. Three phases of Jonah's life in four chapters. If you could go back home and read it. Or if you can sit at home and read it. It is Jonah. Number one, he ran away from God. Number two, he ran to God. Number three, he ran with God. The Lord is telling, go to Nineveh. 
the Lord said, arise and go to Nineveh. And the Bible says he obeyed, obeyed it, instruction, half. He obeyed half instruction. He obeyed the half part of it. He arose, but he did not run to Nineveh. He went to Tarshish. Hallelujah. He obeyed the word. Hallelujah. Only half. Some of us sitting there. Hallelujah. Some of us are sitting there. We have obeyed God's instruction only in the halfway. We might have arose, but are we moving in the direction, in the direction where God wants us to move? On Friday we heard, God has called us for movement. Hallelujah. He wants us to move. The Spirit of God was moving. Everything God created moved. Jesus moved with compassion. In the New Testament, the apostles moved with the gospel. We are called to move. But are we moving in the direction of his instruction? The Bible says he arose, but he ran to Tarshish. He went away from the presence of God. The Bible says because he went away from the presence of God, the Bible says he went down to the boat. He went down to the water. He went down to the belly of the fish. He went down. Hallelujah. The Bible says he went down. Anybody leaving the presence of God is always going down. Anybody who does not acknowledge the presence of God is always going down. He paid for his own ticket and he went down. Hallelujah. Isn't it amazing when you do not acknowledge the presence of God, when you run away from the voices of God, when you run away from the presence of God, you have to pay the cost. Hallelujah. But the Lord, hallelujah, is telling you this morning, hallelujah, you are going to run back to God in the name of Jesus. Where did he end up? The Bible says he ended up in the stomach of the whale. It is said that the digestive juices of the stomach of the whale is, uh, you know, quite strong. Even if the strongest of the things of the, uh, you know, strongest of the food gets into the uh, belly of the mouth, uh, through the mouth of the whale, through the, into the belly of the fish, there is, uh, the juices could break them. And, and squash them and can melt them so that the whale can digest it. Isn't it amazing? Jonah stayed in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights and yet he was not dissolved, yet he was not crushed, yet he was not digested. Hallelujah. That's what I tell you. Hallelujah. When God has a pre-planned, hallelujah, purpose over your life, hallelujah. No, hallelujah. Some of you are alive because some of you are not given to destruction. Some of you are still watching me by hallelujah. Net is because some of us not been destroyed. Some of us, hallelujah, ran and unfaithful. Yet you are sitting in your chair. It's because God has a great plan over your life. God did not allow the corruption to, hallelujah, oh, destroy your life. God did not allow that sin, hallelujah, to burn you. God did not allow. God kept you by the grace of God. God preserved you for the coming revival. Come on, somebody. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah for his faithfulness. Amen. Hallelujah. The strongest of the fluid could not break him. The strongest of the fuel could not melt him. Hallelujah. Could not destroy him. God protected the prophet because God had a plan. Hallelujah. In the life of the man of God. God is calling you a man of God. God is calling you a servant of God. Hallelujah. You might look like a backslidden prophet. You might look like a backslidden child of the living God. But God has said, Hallelujah. I have a great plan for you. The reason why you survived it. The reason why you will overcome it. The reason why you I'm still speaking to you the reason why you are still listening to me is I have a great plan over your life come on somebody receive it in the name of Jesus amen God safeguarded you hallelujah 
from the mouth or from the belly of the fish. Even today, some of you have left the presence of God. He safeguarded you. You could have been destroyed. He safeguarded you. You chose the mountain. You chose the cliff of sin. Hallelujah. Praise God. You stood on the cliff of sin. Hallelujah. On the side. Hallelujah. Praise God. In a place where, hallelujah, you could either fall. How, where, where you are thinking, how could I sin without falling away, falling out of the cliff? Some of your stories are like that. You are standing on the cliff of sin. How can I sin without falling down? Some of you fell down. Yet you are guarded because of God's faithfulness. Give him glory. Hallelujah. God said, I've not finished. Hallelujah. My plan over your life. I have a wonderful plan. Open your mouth and say, I have a wonderful plan. God has a wonderful plan. He wants to reveal the latter day glory. He has a wonderful plan. He is going to position you this morning through this word. If you take this word, there's going to be a supernatural shift that is about to take place. There's a supernatural restoration that's about to take place. There's a supernatural blessing that's about to overtake you. If you take this word and if you yield to the voice of the spirit, God is going to take you out from the mouth of the belly of the fish. The fish will vomit you out into a dry land. The fish will say, that's it. Hallelujah. I cannot touch the man of God. I cannot have him one more day of my life. The problem will that's it. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Problem will say, that's it. I cannot touch him one more time. For God has told me to. Hallelujah. Let him go. Hallelujah. Oh, come on somebody. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Last five months, this virus has traveled to 180 nations through contact. If a virus can go to 118 nations through contact after this lockdown, how much more the gospel of Jesus Christ through our contact, through our love, through our unity, through our love for our brethren, through our fellowship of the saints, through our church as one, how much more this gospel should go through the nations of the world. Let our worship, let our preaching, let our love, let our unity be an example to the people, let our passion, let our life, let our hallelujah, every giftings and talents God has placed, let it travel through the nations of the world through conduct. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If the virus has speed, the Bible says, Hallelujah. The word of the Lord, Hallelujah, travels even speedily. The Bible says the word of God runs speedily. The word of God has even more speed than a virus. Oh, if you believe it, say Amen. The Bible says before Jesus would come back, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached and then the end will come. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God has a plan. God has a plan to take this gospel to the ends of the earth. God has a plan. He has appointed for open doors in the city. They have open doors. Hallelujah. Aha. Glory to his name. Oh, some of you need to Declare over your life, I've opened doors. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. I've opened doors. He turns as he wishes, not like the king wishes. Hallelujah. Not like, hallelujah, anyone. He turns it according to his wish. The heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. Hallelujah. There are people who are positioned to help you, are going to help you. The people who are positioned to remember you, are going to remember you. The 
baker hallelujah praise the lord the butler hallelujah going to remember there is a dreamer in the camp hallelujah there is a dream hallelujah there is a man in the camp who can interpret my dream there is somebody hallelujah god is positioning you for your greatest breakthrough ah, yeah, yeah, of your life this morning receive the word touch the word take this word believe the word walk the word think about this word rise with this word sleep with this word hallelujah this word is about to manifest in your life in jesus name hallelujah if you believe it put your hands together give praise and glory hallelujah in the house of the lord hallelujah you thoughts from the book of jonah number one look at the storm the storm that came to attack him was equal to maybe covid 19 and look at what Jonah is saying when the storm hit the boat. He's telling, this storm came because of me. Hallelujah. We say the problem that comes to us is because of somebody else. Pastor, the problem that comes to me is because of my husband. The problem that comes to me because of my wife. The problem that comes to me is because of the church. The problem that comes to me is because of the pastor. It's wrong. So many of us are saying the problem that has come to me is because of somebody else. Look at Jonah. Jonah is saying this problem has come to the to you because of me. He's not blaming anybody else. Look to the conviction. And that's why God liked to use him. He's honest. Hallelujah. He was honest before God. Hallelujah. He's saying if you throw me away from this boat, the problem will be over. Look at this honesty. How many of us will say that? <laughs> Some of you might be looking at me and giving me a very vague smile. Saying that that's not me, Pastor. <laughs> but look at Jonah. I like Jonah. I like Jonah. We say because our wives doesn't pray. We say our husband does not pray. We, we pray that we say that Pastor not concerned that we are not getting enough uh, teachings on grace enough teachings on love but look at Jonah it says if you throw me I am the problem let me tell you this COVID-19 as for church is concerned has come to prepare the church hallelujah the Lord is preparing us for the final move of the Holy Spirit if you spend time Hallelujah. Praying to the Lord. Hallelujah. God will use us. If you would ask him, Lord, use me. God is about to use us. As a church, hallelujah. It's not about you and me. As a church, we have to ask, Lord, use us, Lord, mightily for your name's sake. Hallelujah. It is good to prepare in prayer, knowing that the Lord, hallelujah, is going to come. Hallelujah. Knowing that, hallelujah, deep inside of us, some of you, knowing that the Lord is going to come. And let him not hallelujah find us watching netflix rather let them find us hallelujah praying in faith glory to god blessed be the name of the lord hallelujah some of us saying it's a good time we are spending time together but what are you doing are you praying are you watching movies come on somebody this is not the time to spend hallelujah waste our hours in watching one movie after the another those days are over I'm telling you in the Holy Spirit, those days are over. The days of Sunday, Friday, Christianity is over. 
Hallelujah. 50 years back in Kerala, it is said that, you know, we know that in a year, there are 8,760 hours. 50 years back, there was a group in Kerala who would spend 6,000 hours in prayer per year and brought forth mighty revivals. It is said that the average person, if we come for all the meetings of Sunday and Friday, and if we spend a little bit of time every day, even then, the highest time of prayer that an average Christian makes is only 360 hours. That is if he doesn't miss, if he comes on time. Hallelujah. Come on, sir. Let's change the way we think. It is time that the hours of our life it should be hallelujah. Amen. Dedicated to prayer and gospel and intercession. And a generation should rise. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because the days of only Sunday prayers are over. God is preparing a generation for the end time harvest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you say hallelujah? Hallelujah. Don't say I can't. Don't say I can't. Hallelujah. Be wise. Jonah had two convictions. Are you here, church? Are you here, boys? Are we, are we doing well? Hallelujah. Are we getting ready for the end time move? Are we going to take our worship into that level? Hallelujah. That will bring the revival. Hallelujah. Spirit, hallelujah, into our church. Amen. Hallelujah. We are ready. Hallelujah. Are you? Praise God. Hallelujah. David was ready, his wife wasn't. We pray that our wives are too ready with us. I pray that the next move, I believe God wants to use couples together for the glory of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let there be a supernatural gelling of spirit. Let there be spiritual gelling that the Lord to release over the families as you are watching in the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of Jesus. We give you praise, we give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Jonah had two convictions. Hallelujah. Number one, who Jonah is. And number two, who my God is. Jonah is saying in Jonah chapter 1 and verse 9, we just read that. Hallelujah. Let's read it again once again. Jonah chapter 1 verse 9. So he said to them, I am a Hebrew and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. He said, I am a Hebrew. Look at him. He knew who he was. He said, I serve a God who created heavens and the earth. He said, I am a Hebrew. Hallelujah. Even in church, we need to have these two convictions. Hallelujah. Number one, who you are. Number two, who God is. The word Hebrew is first used of Abraham in Genesis 12. The Bible says, when Abraham crossed Euphrates River, after leaving everything, they called him the Hebrew. The one Hebrew means the one who has crossed over. Hebrew means the one who has crossed over. Because he left the family, the kindred, and everything he has, and he crossed over. And let me remind you that Hebrew was not a popular word. It was a shameful word. Why was it shameful word? Like India, years back, they used to call India Kavipani. 
people in India used to be called Kavi Pani, the one who crossed the Atlantic Sea. They were considered as cursed. Before he left the country and before he crossed over, people cursed him. He left being cursed. People said, you will never become of anything. You will never become anything successful and important. Like some of us, when we, hallelujah, decided to, you know, leave our, you know, traditional clothes out and when we got baptized and followed the Lord. There are many people who said, hallelujah, we, we will never reach anywhere. That's what people would say about Hebrews when they would cross over. You will never do anything much. Let me tell you. We are the crossover. We are the crossover generation. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, the same people who said, Hallelujah, that nothing will happen through you will be the same mouth will said. So if something has to happen, it will only happen through us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If anything has to happen, it will only happen through us. Hallelujah. Oh, let every limitation in our mind be broken in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hebrew was a cursed word in Exodus chapter 1 and the 19th verse. It is spoken about the Hebrew woman as slaves. They are the Hebrew woman. Can you read please? Hebrews chapter 1 and the 19th verse. And the midwife said to Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are lively and give birth before the midwives come to them. Hebrew women look at the way they have been spoken about these are Hebrew women it was like these Hebrew women the shameful word these Hebrew women these people when did the shame go in Joshua chapter 5 and the ninth verse in Joshua chapter 5 verse 9 then the Lord said to Joshua this day I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Therefore, the name of the place is called Gilgal to this day. This day I have rolled away the reproach from you. So the place was called Gilgal because the shame has been rolled away. Hallelujah. It signifies the cross of Jesus Christ. On the cross of Jesus Christ, all our shames have been rolled away. All our sickness have been rolled away. All our curse have been rolled away. All that which the curseful words that have ever spoken over our lives has been rolled away. It has no power over our lives. Hallelujah. 2,000 years ago, Jesus became cursed for us that we shall inherit the blessing of God. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Today, hallelujah. That curse is no longer there. That shame is no longer there. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. After the crossover of Jordan, he said, Today, I've taken it away. You are going to be heard as the generation God used you. Because the shame. You are going to be used as the one who crossed over the Jordan. You are going to be used, hallelujah, as a generation. Hallelujah. That signifies, hallelujah men and women of God who had the boldness 
to go through the waters of baptism to the other side the one who's crossed over to the promised land as we partake of the bread know as we partake of the wine know that the shame has been rolled away know that the shame he took our sin and our shame and our curse he rolled it away hallelujah today the bible says there is therefore no more condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus today the bible says those who look up to you's face their faces are ever radiant they're never covered with shame today everything has been rolled away this is the place to remember gilgal the cross that's why we partake of it we are remembering our shame has been rolled away we are remembering a belittling has gone we are remembering our limitations has been thrown away under the sea we are remembering that we are a new creature a new creation in the likeness and in the image of God hallelujah look at in the new testament when paul said in philippians chapter 3 verses 5 and 8 he said i am a hebrew born of hebrews from the tribe of benjamin he said he had not have no more shame to say that hallelujah but more powerful he said all these things are good but i consider it as a dung i consider it as a dung oh this is good but i consider this is a dung i surrender it because i want a experiential crossover he knew that shame has been rolled away but he has not experientially understood it ram prathas patora pradati eskirada this morning paul said i consider everything that i'm holding on to hallelujah we might have a church we might have a ministry we might have a gifting we might have hallelujah men and women of god who's giving me good sermons we might have everything but we are not holding on to any of those things he said i consider all that as a dung so that i can get close to jesus hallelujah we might have a lot of youtube likes that's not what matters what matters are you close to jesus I want to know the Lord. I want to go after the Lord. I want to love him. I want inward hunger. I want to know the power of his resurrection. Ah yeah yeah. How many of you are today who say I want to know the power of his resurrection? That's what in Hebrews chapter 13 and the 13th verse. Hebrews chapter 13 and the 13th verse says Therefore let us go forth to him outside the camp bearing his reproach Now let us therefore let us go forth to him outside the camp bearing his reproach just like Abraham crossed over hallelujah listening all the cursed words just as Jesus went outside the camp hallelujah outside the city walls hallelujah oh to carrying our sin and reproach he said let's partake of his suffering let us also cross over hallelujah just like Abraham crossed over let us for the sake of the gospel cross over hallelujah bearing this reproach hallelujah hostility of sinners doesn't matter but let us cross over to preach this gospel come on let us go through the waters of baptism let us go through hallelujah ruba raba shatara brodorosh terebe let us go through hallelujah every kind of hallelujah negative words that we are hearing let us cross over all that so that we can be an influence 
so that we can be the light of the world so that we can be the salt of the earth so that we can say i am hebrew i know who i am i am a crossover generation come on hallelujah we are the light of the earth we are the instruments hallelujah in the hands of the holy spirit for the final move of god come on this is not about religion this is not about hallelujah yours and mine it's about jesus it's about the end time move of the holy spirit Oh, let every yoke be broken in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Let the voice of the enemy be still this morning. We are a crossover generation. Thank you. Number two, who is the Lord? Jonah chapter 4 and the second verse. So he prayed to the Lord and said, Ah, Lord, was not this what I said when I was still in my country? Therefore I fled previously to Tarshish. For I know that you are gracious. Ah, for I know that you are gracious. Open your mouth and say, He's gracious. He's gracious. Number two. And merciful God. And merciful God. Open your mouth and say, He's a merciful God. Merciful God. Number three. Slow to anger. Slow to anger. Look, open your mouth and say, Slow to anger. Slow and abundant in loving kindness. Open your mouth and say, abundant in loving kindness. One who relents from doing harm. One who relents from doing harm. Who the Lord is. Today's God is going to use our church because of who God is. The Bible says, He's gracious. What is this grace? The unmerited favor of God. What is this grace? This is the grace that Sarababel, when he built uh, the temple and it was stopped halfway. And then uh, the prophets came and prophesied, Who are you a great mountain for Sarababel? Indeed, it will become plain. And indeed, you'll bring the capstone, the final stone, with shouts of grace upon grace. There was a level in Sarababel moved. And at the end time church, we are going to move in a Sarababel grace. What is that Sarababel grace? You will see Moses circling around the mountain. You will see Elijah climbing over the mountain. But Sarababel said, I can't climb this mountain. I don't want to. Hallelujah. Circle around the mountain like Israelites. I don't want to. I want when I say grace, the mountains becoming level. Hallelujah. We are moving in such a time as this. Hallelujah. Oh, look at somebody. Look at your problem and say, I don't have trouble to climb over this. I don't have a trouble to. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Circle around it. When I say grace, grace, the mountain has to become plain. The mountain has to become grace. Even this morning, open your mouth and say grace, grace. Let your problems becoming level. Let your problems. Hallelujah. Oh, let it be level. Let it be level in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There is a ministry of authority God is releasing over the church this morning. Come on, somebody. Receive the ministry of authority. Hallelujah. When you know who God is, there is authority. It's gracious. Trust in God's grace and believe that your problem will become plain. The problem with job will become plain. 
the problem with finances will become plain the job problem with lockdown hallelujah that lockdown has created will become plain the mountains the lord is saying the mountains that is created by the lockdown will come down under your feet when you say grace grace ah yeah yeah oh rabba certain problems in your life has been created job issues certain salary cuts the lord told me certain salary cuts that has come in your life because of the lockdown will be cancelled and god will restore it back ah yeah receive it in the name of Jesus receive it in full i ask the lord i speak for grace grace over your salary cuts in the name of the lord ay 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 and every problem be leveled as though you will have a way in the name of Jesus hallelujah is gracious is merciful merciful there was an old story my dad used to say a person like two girls there was mercy and there was grace and then he had to make a decision who will get married he was traveling in a bus and he was praying and he was thinking who to get married because he liked both of them but he could only marry one he had to make a decision so he said lord have mercy and give me grace <laughs> he could only have one but we can have two <laughs> Let us approach the throne of grace. Oh, you didn't get me wrong, right? <laughs> I'm speaking about God's grace and mercy. Let us approach the throne of grace with boldness. What is grace? Getting what we don't deserve. What is mercy? Not getting what we deserve. Isn't it powerful? When? When we approach the throne of grace with boldness. Oh. Thank you Jesus. What we see gracious merciful slow to anger or long suffering long suffering Hallelujah I mean these guys were saying about spending quality time with their husbands and wives what they eventually saying is they learned long suffering <laughs> long suffering. god is long suffering amen hey, some of us you know some of us are here after going through what we have gone through after making all the stupid decisions of our lives still preserved us because of his long suffering everybody listen to me god is long suffering and then loving kindness bible says his kindness is better than life what kindness oh taking the son of jonathan hallelujah son of jonathan taken from the place of lord deva anybody remembers his name what is that mehiboshet mehiboshet i always get it wrong <laughs> 
Mehiboshet. From the place of nothing, Lord Deba, nothing, nothing that grows there. Why? Because he said, can I show loving kindness to anyone in the house of Saul for Jonathan's sake? God is asking, can I show kindness to anyone because of Jesus' sake? He was lame, yet God brought him and made him sit with the king and gave him the silver spoons and the golden plates to eat and nobody saw or talked about his lameness anymore. That's what loving kindness will do. Nobody will talk about our limitations anymore. Nobody will see our weaknesses anymore. It was under the table of the king. It was under the blood of the lamb. Ah, yeah, yeah. Come on somebody, hallelujah. That is his loving kindness. It's better than life. Why he did not destroy Nineveh? Because of God's nature. He was a merciful God. Today, as we're going to break the bread and the wine, I'm praying, this is my prayer, that nobody in our family be destroyed. That nobody in our lives, in our family be destroyed. Let all of them be saved. Let us be a part of the end time more revival of God. Let us start reaching. Let this message find you turning away from the wrong directions and find you running with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let's start doing it. Let's get our focus back. Let's start doing it. Let us run with this gospel of Jesus Christ through internet, through sending messages, through reaching out to them to speaking to them, to inviting them to see this online service one way or the other. Let this message find you. Let this message stirs you up to be a part of the end time revival. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Let's close our eyes. Pray.